0: Pack your bags with high quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365 day returns.
1: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to worship at the altar of music and comedy. The giddiness and the harmony of a well-crafted comedy song brings great joy and abundance. Join. Key of oh, it's Songs of <laughs> Key of Laugh, it's Series 3, it's Episode 1 I'm with David Timms and Phil Nickel. And we're so excited to be back for this series, guys. Thank you so much to all of our regular listeners that have made it possible or make us want to make it possible to be here for you guys. Um, we had so much fun during the last two series. We've had
2: an immeasurable amount of fun. We've had such amazing guests that have really made it made it all worthwhile. And and when when you guys send us in your emails, it makes us feel all warm and fuzzy as yeah, well. So in thank your you for email. those.
1: Tell us what you want. Also, thank you to any new listeners that are going to join us for the series um we've got some fantastic uh interviews with great artists coming up we've got some really fun stuff that dave and i are working on um but you'll also notice a few things have changed this uh, series as we're doing in-person interviews which makes it a lot more interesting doesn't it
2: it it does yeah so we've been doing those interviews um at at your flat yeah casa
1: del phil yeah
2: casa del phil (laughs) and we're also we're recording the wraparounds um
1: in, in, in the Cheddington Studios. Coming live from the Cheddington Studios. It's Sums in the Key of laugh. And I also want to thank Acast for housing our podcast. And they put, they've put monetized it. they put ads on, which means that we're getting enough listens now that we can monetize and make a little small amount of money, which is why we're also going to start a Patreon and our coffee. So look for some stuff or our Patreon, go to patreon.com forward slash songs in the key of laugh. And we're going to start putting stuff up there. If you want to join Patreon to help Dave and I maybe pay for the Cheddington Studios, because it is an expensive... Oh, it's expensive, such an expensive place to, to,
2: record. Place to record, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so coming up in this week's episode... Is the Comedy Song Competition.
1: Yes, the Comedy Song Competition won last year by Eddie Johnson when his song did it. 200 smackers he walked away with, so enter the competition.
2: At songsinthekeyoflaugh at gmail.com. And
1: also, later in this episode, we're going to be working on another improv musical, this time with the theme of the nativity, because we're going to lead up to our Christmas show. But also, in this particular episode, we're talking about religion in and comedy music together, and we go into an interview with the very, very funny Johnny, Johnny and, and the, the Baptists.
3: Baptists.
4: I am a very gifted dancer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I dance with... Uh, 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 people have died uh, because they've been too near yeah. as I dance. Because I, d- I dance with a lot of weight and passion uh, and, and almost no skill.
3: Yeah. But I love yeah. to
4: dance. You love to dance. I'm more of a sort yes. of chair... Your more the sort of your favourite thing to do at a wedding is to walk around and finish other people's glasses of wine.
5: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, oh yes, get the end of all those cigs that have been left about. Yeah, and tell people that I used to be someone.
3: <laughs> 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 and, uh,
1: and while we've been away from the podcast, Dave and I have still been working um, hand over fist. Is that what you say? Hand, hand over fist, nose to the grind. That oh, I, I mean, I'm S- um, chamois to the to the sculpture. Shammy to the, Shammy (laughs) to the wabby. We've been shirking, we've been working, (laughs) we've we've been shirking. shirking. (laughs) We have been shirking, working, um, but we've been working, Shammy to the, Shammy to the sculpture uh, on the Cray Cray Cabaret. Which is our Cray Cray Cabaret, is our cabaret night we run at the Comedy Store. Yeah, so it's, it's a monthly night
2: where we get uh, lots of stand-up comedians and they come and they sing with my live band. The
1: biggish band. Yes. Yeah. And it's a lot of fun. That's a great night. And we've had some great guests on. We've had Rich Hall's been on. We've had uh, Sophie Duker's been on. I'll Marcus be, Brigstock. Marcus Brigstock. I mean, the list goes on and it on does. and on. It does. Sarah Louise Young was on them, one of the last oh, ones. So good. Yeah. Yes. And then coming up in later in the year, we've got people like Suze, Suze Kempner, who is a phenomenal singer.
2: Yeah, I cannot, cannot wait to play for
1: her so as what, well. It's going to be wonderful. What have you been doing, though, Dave? You've got to come some of your own projects going on. You've been traveling around the world with the Amy Winehouse Band.
2: Yes, we, yeah, we did a, a nice European tour with the Amy Winehouse Band, which was great. So we did uh, Germany, Poland, France, Belgium. Um, Luxembourg, uh, a couple of other places. Yeah. It was really, really great. And then also, um, and my baby's been getting a bit older. Yep,
1: she's seventeen years old now. And <laughs> smoked, smoked
2: yeah, she's yeah, she's drinking. She's smoking. She's got a smoking jacket. Uh, no, she is. Uh, she's just started crawling
1: and has got her first tooth. So I'm not getting any sleep. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. I don't have any of that. All I've all I've done is put together my box set. Of uh, all of my um, comedy recordings, which is yet to come out, but probably will come out at some point during this series uh, of Songs in the Key of Laugh. Now, on today's episode, we wanted to discuss religion and comedy music. There's, I mean, it's a great juxtaposition. Obviously, comedy music is going to be somewhat blasphemous, maybe a bit sacrilegious. A bit. I
2: mean, hugely. So me, me and Phil, uh, we, we uh, Phil and I, sorry, had a conversation about this earlier on, and we've been. I, I threw out the idea of this um, nativity that we're going to be doing later on, <laughs> and I, I do now slight, slightly regret it. Um, but yeah, so we both we both have very differing views on religion, and um,
1: but it well, it just makes you think God's a bit of a perv. Let's <laughs> come like brass tacks, <laughs> pervo God. I don't think of God as a perv. I think. <laughs> I bet God even thinks God's a perv. He probably does. If God wasn't a perv, why did he make us naked? <laughs> I remember growing up in, um, in such a religious family, and one of the first songs I heard that was so de- devoutly anti-Christian was by a band called XTC. Andrew Partridge wrote a song called Dear God, and if you're English, you'll probably remember this. It had a little boy sing at the beginning, and the, wor- the, the lyrics are, Dear God, I hope you get the letter, and I pray I, you can make it better down here. I, I don't mean a big reduction in the price of beer, but all the people that you made in your image, see them starving on their feet because they don't get enough to eat from God. I can't believe in you, and I just remember. Then, then, then Andy's voice comes in. I just thought that's so powerful, such a, uh, it, but it's so sweet and beautiful. Having this little kids sing it, um, and and then comedy songs that affected me, that sort of were like the Tim that Tim Minchin song about the Pope.
2: Oh, yeah, of course. Fuck the
3: motherfucker, fuck the fuck the motherfucker, a fucking motherfucker. fuck the motherfucker, fuck the fucking
1: fuck the he's a fucking fuck the fuck the
2: fuck the fuck the fuck the fuck the a lot on this podcast, and one day he will join us. <laughs> we hope. We hope, lovely. we hope. But um, obviously there is the Bo Burnham song yeah. about From God's Perspective yes. as well, which is absolutely wonderful, and um, it really it, it makes you think as well. Um, <clears throat> there's one, uh, one that I've just thought of, actually, which is um, uh, James Corden, yeah. right? Who, who did he used to work with? Um, uh, the guy from Gavin and Stacey. Uh, you know the Rob one. Rob no, the other one. The oh, young uh, one. Oh,
1: Horn. Yes,
2: yeah. Matt, Matt, Matt Horn. Horn. Matt Horn, right. So they, they did a song, which was... um uh, It went... Mm. Jesus, he won't go down. Jesus, he won't go down. You know where this is going, yeah? Jesus, he won't go down on you. Which... I always thought it was quite funny uh, but I, I was I was rifling through um, uh, through YouTube as we uh, knew that this was going to be our topic and I came across um, a song by Garfunkel and Oates oh, great, great. Uh, which is uh, the song is called A Song About God and Butt Stuff
3: Never learned about the birds and bees I was taught to keep an aspirin in between my knees because the Bible says premarital sex is wrong but Jason says that guys can't wait that long and I don't want to lose him to someone who'll do his I might need to figure something out. Well, there's a loophole in the scripture that works really well, so I can get him off without going to hell. It's my Hail Mary full of grace. In Jesus' name, we go to fifth base.
2: Now, when you asked me to pick a song to play, yeah. which had a bit of, bit of comedy and a bit of religion, there was one that came to mind instantly for me. Right. And it is probably the most obvious one that you would think of as well. It's uh, Every Sperm is Sacred right, by Monty Python. You know the song, don't you?
1: Yeah, of course. Everyone knows
2: it. Everybody knows it. So um, I'll play it for you, shall I? Okay. There are Jews in the world, there are Buddhists, there are Hindus and Mormons, and then there are those that follow Muhammad, but I've never been one of them. I'm a Roman Catholic and have been since the day I were born. The one thing they say about Catholics is they take you as soon as you're warm. You don't have to be a six-footer. You don't have to have a great brain. You don't have to have any clothes on. You're a Catholic the moment Dad came. Because every sperm is sacred, every sperm is great. If a sperm is wasted, God gets quite irate. I love that. Well, I hope I hope you all had a lovely sing-along to that one at home
1: sacrilegious but also oddly oddly moving that song like there's something i, I think you're completely right there's yeah something personal about it and i think a lot of songs like that a lot of country songs especially have that same sort of you can tell they're believers to a certain extent, but they're also sort of mocking and being slightly sacrilegious for humor's sake. And uh, this song is one you might remember from, from Bobby Bear. And this is, I think this, when I, I, I remember as a young Christian kid, think this was the funniest thing in the world. It okay. Like, <laughs> Drop, kick me, Jesus, through the goalposts of life, end over end, neither left nor the right. Straight through the heart of them righteous uprights Drop kick me Jesus through the goalposts of life <laughs> <laughs> Make me, oh, make me, Lord, more than I am. Make me a piece in Your master game plan, free from the earthly temptations below. I've got a will, Lord, if You've got the toe. <laughs> Drop kick me, Jesus, to the goalposts of life, end over end, neither left nor the right. Straight through the heart of the righteous uprights. Drop, kick me Jesus to the goalposts of life. One more verse. <laughs> another verse? Okay, yeah. why not? Yeah. Bring on the brothers who've gone on before. All of the sisters who've knocked at the door. All the departed dear loved ones of mine. Stick them up front in the offensive line. <laughs> <laughs> Drop, kick me Jesus to the goalposts of life. And over end, neither left nor the right. Straight through the heart of them righteous uprights. Drop kick me Jesus through the goalposts of life. I don't even know if I played that properly, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Drop kick lovely? me Jesus through the goalposts of life. And over end, neither left nor the right. Straight through the heart of them righteous uprights. Drop kick me Jesus through the goalposts mm. of life.
3: Gorgeous. The
1: last series we improvised a musical. We called it our dictionary musical, where we opened a dictionary, put our fingers down on a page, and started singing. Uh, David would play, and I would sing. And it started off with the word monsoon, which became the theme of the whole um, musical. And we wrote, and we wrote it in scene by scene. But this year we thought we'd try something a little bit different as we're leading up, this series leads up to Christmas. We thought we'd try a, do, to write a nativity. But of course we know what the story is of the nativity. Uh, and also we don't have a dictionary. No, we're no, now, we're, we're, we're
2: now in the Cheddington studio. Yeah, Cheddington we, so we've, studio.
1: We've, we've but we thought it doesn't really matter if you just open any, any book. I've got a book here, put your finger down on it and just use the word it's the same as opening a dictionary. But the book the only book we've got in the studio is Piano Servicing, Tuning and Rebuilding for the Professional, the Student, and the Hobbyist. And it's by Arthur A. Reblitz, Blitz, which is almost like rebuilts. Re- <laughs>
3: It
2: almost is. It, yeah, so. yeah. I'm, I am already regretting um, this. We, we've gone through like the, the many stages that we need to go through for our plot. And as we were doing so, um, I, I, I realised immediately that doing a nativity with Phil was going to be an absolute disaster. Uh, <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to this.
1: Well, um... <laughs> no, it's not, not a disaster, but if you're anyone with, with religious inclinations, you might not want to listen to this. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> There we go, we're gonna open the book. Open the book. I'll put my finger down. Okay. And the word is glue.
2: The word is glue. And and what are we what's our first stage here, Phil? What what's the first thing that happens in the nativity?
1: Um well I think the angel of the Lord, Gabriel, comes to Mary to tell her that God's gonna make her pregnant. That's I think that sounds about right. So okay. <laughs> I mean is, does yeah, God hasn't made her pregnant yet. No, 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 he hasn't, no. Or maybe no. maybe he has, and she doesn't know, and Gabriel's come to tell her. Well, either way. So uh, okay, Gabriel's kind of like the glue <laughs> in the story. <laughs> oh, the glue! Oh, the glue. Gosh. <laughs> okay.
2: Uh, right, what kind of feel should we go for? What's well, um, the opening of a nativity? So the opening of a nativity. Something grand, I would imagine. Something grand.
3: Not
1: I am the angel Gabriel And I've come down to speak to you Mary, I'm going to tell you tonight Exactly what you've got to do God's going to come upon you And fill you with his glue (laughs) You're going to have a baby And he's going to be a Jew God's glue God's glue He's gonna fill you with God's glue God's glue God's glue Mary felt inside her A baby grew Mm -hmm. And the angels sing The angels sing God's glue, God's glue, God's going to fill you with his glue.
3: God's glue, God's glue. and
1: Mary knew, Mary knew, inside her a baby grew, inside
3: her a baby grew,
1: the King of the Jews, the King of the Jews,
3: the King of the Jews.
2: On competition exactly. contest, it, it's, it's, contest. A, it's a competition. It's it a contest. It's a competition. It is a competition.
1: Listen, this is our third series of the contest. We had so we've had Canadian Space with the first winner, and then we had Eddie Johnson. Eddie won, Johnson, yeah, last year's with his did it song, which we thought was hilarious. And the winner wins two hundred pounds, and the two runners up win fifty pounds each. So it's a pretty hefty win for the competition winners. It is, and uh, this year it's gone global.
2: Yes. Uh, we've been getting entries literally from all over the world. Yeah, it's okay. very exciting. Swedish
1: entries, uh, French entries. Uh, French. We've had a couple of. English entries, obviously. Obviously,
2: and then this week, uh, Scottish entry. entry. Uh, oh, yes, there is. Yes, and this week, <laughs> this week we've got an entry from uh, from Los Angeles, yes. California. Yes. Um, the band is Tallboy Special, and the song is Mrs. Is D D Martinez. Martinez.
3: Mrs. D Martinez teaches yoga in the park. She puts rose petals in her water bottle. She got that from a home and garden magazine. She caps her class size at fifteen. Same number of students as when she taught middle school math. She taught us middle school math. Still teaches middle school math. Ooh, for She sure is flexible Ooh, She'll move your mat next to hers if you don't participate She still got principles Mrs. D. Martinez waits tables at McCormick and Schmix. She wears a My Teacher's a Hero button She got it from a Home and Button magazine she enforces indoor voices at the table And moves your seat if you eat off each other's plates She'll keep you after dessert, see me after dessert Ooh, for someone who would not allow snacking in a class She sure is hospitable She won't accept your tips if you don't show your work
5: She still got principles Mrs. T. Martinez is a rookie on the Mets She'll be starting pitcher in the postseason I read it in a home in baseball magazine She taunts the A's by calling them the F's Ratsa's parents chaperone away games.
3: When she takes the mound, she walks out to. Santa Claus. She's a crab catcher, and Seth Rogen's writing partner. She's an oral surgeon and she's the green immunobol. Taxis and cubs, she crashes the systematic and all block. The same one.
5: A full time mom,
3: but that doesn't pay anything, so at night she drives for Lyft.
1: That was a tall boy special with their song Mrs. D. Martinez, which is the first entry in the comedy song contest for series three.
2: It's a competition,
1: it's a contest. Do you write comedy songs? If you do, this
2: is the competition for you. Please send your entries, your amazing songs, into songsinthekeyoflaugh at gmail.com. You could win yourself £200 if you win, or £50 if you're a runner-up. Send your entries in to songsinthekeyoflaugh at (coughs) gmail.com.
1: special guests for the first episode of series three are a uh, comedy duo who i i think they're fantastic they are political they're sound they're funny they sing uh, amazingly well and they sound fantastic uh, this is our interview with the wonderful johnny, johnny and
0: the, the Baptist. baptists planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen
1: Johnny the Baptist, yeah, hey, it's Johnny the Baptist, everybody. Hello, uh, Johnny the Baptist. It's uh, Johnny Donahoe and Patty Gervers. And uh, I'm mean, saying that Gervers, is that it's, right? It's
5: Gervers, but it's also Jervis. a really weird name, so I don't Gervers. blame you. Gervers, like a joke. Ger- I've
1: always called you Gervers.
5: Yeah, yeah i know uh,
1: you get it all the time <laughs> <laughs> if it was Jervers? wouldn't it be a j with the Jervers?
5: Ah, uh, it's it's some kind of weird scando thing it's yeah that it's, is it yeah like so, g- Jervers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah but actually that's closer yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> so if you kind of like hiccup yourself on the jake
5: yeah exactly just just do it weird <laughs> and people will assume that you're correct okay. yeah. it, i'll try what does it mean what does it mean? Oh, I, meatballs. I, yeah, it's some sort of egg. I don't know. Let One of those names that's changed so many times, that it's just like, at least you didn't say Lots of people say Gervais, and you didn't, so I'm pleased oh, with no, that. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, <laughs> like,
1: yeah, you're, You're so not Gervais. Thank you. (laughs) I can't think of a less Gervais person. That's a lovely thing to say. That's
5: going on the poster next year. (laughs) Gervais, yeah, (laughs)
3: great.
1: Well, here we are. So, you guys, it's Johnny the Baptist, everybody. Um, David, how much do you know about Johnny the Baptist? Uh, Only that I've listened now to the full back catalogue, but I'd love for you to tell me a bit more. Uh, Well, you guys, (laughs) they are well known um, uh, for Radio 4 listeners, uh, for anyone that 's uh, sort of part of the uh, leftist movement, uh, anyone that knows mark thomas uh, you 've been around for over a decade now, yeah which I, which I was actually surprised when I was uh, it, it seems like that time has gone by really quickly. Yeah. I remember seeing you very early on, I think maybe it might have been the distraction club uh, and I think that Amy was still may still have been playing with you at that point that's I can't right. remember if mm. that was mm. yeah,
4: we had, we had a wonderful violin player, Amy um, for the yeah. first year or so, but she mm. Um, wanted to, she wanted a more stable income, I believe. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> okay. Which is fair enough. Okay. Uh,
5: wonderful person. I believe she said, happier life. Happier life.
4: <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> which is almost almost un- impossible in modern Britain. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, well, right. <laughs> so she got a job as a nurse.
3: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well done, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> Round of applause. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
2: So, 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 guys, uh, where. where where did, where did your name come from?
4: Oh, oh, yeah. Now, see, here's the thing, right? Yeah. If, and if you've ever been in a band, uh, I think, I'm sure this is true for most people, <laughs> you come up with a name much quicker than you're stuck with the name. Yeah. So yes. I came up with the name Johnny and the Baptists for my solo project after I'd been in a double act with a guy called Danny for yeah. about yeah. five years, uh, six years. And we stopped working together. He... Um, he went to. We, I was, he was starting a family and he didn't want to do comedy anymore. And I wanted to do more music and we'd in sort of been a sketch act. So I said, Right, I'm, I'm going to do songs and I'm going to call myself Johnny and the Baptists and it's just going to be me. And then uh, Paddy and I got sort of chatting and uh, we met properly and we said well let's work together and we already had a gig booked under johnny and the baptists so then we did that gig and then someone came to see it and went oh we liked you would you come and play this other gig and then we got booked to play a festival in croatia that was our third gig
3: yeah
4: um by which point like they were like (laughs) our name was like on a poster. Yeah, and yes. then that's it. You're stuck with it. So I'm not uh, as uh, kind of like uh, megalomaniacal as I sound for <laughs> insisting my name is in it and yours is. <laughs> yeah, it's just sort of one of those. Ah, oh, film nice. and, and it sounds good. It does. It sounds better. It's got plosives
5: in it, and it sounds
4: better it, than uh, it, our first uh, one of our first ever gigs. Colin Holt, the uh, comedian, is a wonderful comedian. Yes, uh, was comedy. But but Colin is a really good friend. Uh, although he could not remember the name of us as he went to Introduce us. so he introduced us uh, as Johnny and the, his uh, friend. <laughs> oh,
1: that's good.
3: And I I mean, that's got a, yeah. I that's got, got a little. I
4: wish, <laughs> I wish we were called that. <laughs> including, including, <laughs> it's a much including,
3: better name. Johnny and his uh, 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 friend. Uh, uh,
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, and it just that's, sort of
4: stuck. Yeah, yeah. And then you sort of. And then we did a. And then we did our first Edinburgh show. And then you're like, well, that's it now.
5: And then the world. joke was that I I was plural. Yes. Um, but then, like, I don't know, but then people don't really think about that, so the question is always like... Why? Why is there only one of you? So immediately it begins as a disappointment. Like every show, it's like no, it's just this guy. And I was like nineteen at the time, so I wasn't going to correct. I was just like, yeah, okay, yeah, um, yeah. When you when you record on your albums, though,
1: you have a backing full backing yeah, yeah. band, and are the, do any of those players ever play with you? Do you ever play yeah, well, with a full
4: band? Rob, well, um, so Rob Sell, who's just this amazing hmm. guy who produced. Pretty much all of our albums Mm. since about 2014. Yeah. Um, He played, uh, he's done several tours with us. Mm. Um, He plays. uh, keyboards and percussion and uh sax sax he's, he's he's properly a sax player he's um he's colin sells it's colin sells yeah. son so colin i know Sel. rob oh <laughs> do <you>? really yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: he's played sax with me before oh, he's as well. brilliant oh, isn't wow. he? he's, so he's amazing he's, colin yeah. sell
4: if you don't know is the piano player on i'm sorry uh, i haven't a clue yeah and um we couldn't get colin no, so it's too expensive. No. So we got Rob.
3: Yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> and Rob's dope. So yeah, when we when we make the records, Rob knows like every jazz and session musician under the sun, and he's toured with everyone. Um, so Rob will normally put the word out, and then we write all the music in the studio, and then you just get these amazing jazzers show up, and then you just sing them the sing them the bits, and then they they do it, and then we end up making something with like fifteen musicians on, I know. which is cool.
4: And I yeah. think I think they quite enjoy it because. Um, like it's not Serious. Obviously. Yeah, it's, just, it's
5: not like working with Jamie Cullum is it's it? Not, it's, it's
4: not working with Jake, you know, because we're because we're we're a lot taller.
5: Yeah, a lot taller.
3: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can yeah. s- take that Cullum <laughs> Yeah, you yeah, can, can actually see us. Yeah, <laughs> the that finally li-
1: coming that, for you, Cullum That is literally punching down. <laughs> it is. That is literally punching down.
4: Take that, you tiny billionaire. <laughs> 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 oh,
1: they're all tiny. They're all, they're all tiny. tiny. Yeah, they are. They're all, it's surprising. You think they're tall, but they're How not. How tall is Elon Musk? He's about four foot seven. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, very famous, very famously, the
5: devil takes your shins when you make a bargain with That's them. Right. So. <laughs> That's right. He
1: actually makes a flute out of them. He right. makes, yeah, yeah. makes you play a
4: song that he's
3: written. So many flutes. Yeah. Jeff
4: Bezos <laughs> is, is no bigger than your thumb.
3: Yeah, exactly.
4: But what he does is he's got enough
1: money to hire people <coughs> around him to look smaller than him. That's right. They, <laughs> they, they stand really he far behind him.
3: makes them stand. <laughs> <laughs> In another room. It's what
1: Tom Cruise does, isn't <laughs> Tom it? Yeah. Tom Cruise. Yeah. He, Tom Cruise uses phone books, I believe. Wow. wow. Like that's been known for Tom Cruise to stand on phone books during scenes, so he's the same height as, as oh. whoever he's um, oh, I was yes. gonna say Helen Hunt, oh. but I don't I don't know if he's been in a film with Helen Hunt. No, the, I just, love, the, I the just
4: love I just love Helen Hunt. I love <laughs> Helen Hunt. I love the idea that she I, is I love she, Helen Hunt. She, she's amazing. What she's an, an incredible, team. incredible she, She's actress. in London she's beautiful right beautiful now. Woman. Really? Yeah. Yes, how a, do you know she, that? She's because
1: well, I'm going to see a show. What are we doing? Wednesday, at the Old Vic, I know. What You're are we doing? See I'm taking I'm taking time out of my Helen Hunt schedule to do this.
3: <laughs> to do this.
1: Oh, you laugh. Oh, you laugh. But I, you guys have you seen her work? Have you seen Quarterback Princess? Because that is just that's that great, film. Yep. It's, Cruz, it's one of her first films. <laughs> um, she, is Cruz going to be there? Yeah. Well, no. It's a uh, it's a um, uh, Mark McKinney from
5: uh, <clears> the, the Kids in the Hall. Oh, but Cruz might. He might bring a yeah. couple of yellow pages and yeah. <laughs> yeah. <was> just <laughs> say, If, if he is
3: there,
1: you won't see him.
3: No.
1: <laughs> they make him stand right at the front of the stage. He'd be a terrible stage actor because he'd be at the front of the stage with everyone else, but fourteen feet behind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, goodness. so let's talk about let's talk about the uh, the, the genesis of this group. Um, I, I've read what has been written up on Wikipedia, um, sure. but maybe you guys could elaborate. Maybe you could you could tell us the story because it sounds like such a um genuine i, I hate to use the word organic but uh it, it just seems like it happens so naturally and so easily uh, and your friendship is, seems so you're so content tell us the story of how you, of you how you guys came to be a band Please. Okay.
2: Well,
5: thought you were going to kiss me. You it. Very, <laughs> <thought> about it.
1: <laughs> that would
2: have been for the listeners we... at home. They have just <laughs> almost kissed.
4: <laughs> is this the moment? This is it. This is it. Right. <laughs> this, right. this is it. Thirteen That's years dog. in.
3: We're out. We? Yeah.
1: Well, it's funny. Look what it did for Sean Walsh's career, come on. That's right, yeah,
3: <laughs> really, yeah, really,
4: that really...
5: Yeah, all right, we better not do that. Uh, okay, <laughs> um, Well, I, I mean, I guess, uh, yeah, I, I get what you mean by not liking the word organic, because, like, this sort of was, but also, like, I don't know, we were... We, well what now hang on, you No, 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 no I, just, I was like, no 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 I was interested. I was interested. What, Carry it, on. No, like we, we met at a wedding yeah. proper. Proper. See so what we should do, wait a minute sorry, sorry sorry to
1: interrupt, you, but what we should do is we should put Johnny in a booth with headphones on where he can't hear you. You tell the story, then we
3: bring him up and question <laughs> about
5: it. Okay, sorry, go ahead. I'll put my other <laughs> ear on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: okay.
5: So we we met properly at a wedding, and we, we got real pissed together, and you could... Now I don't dance, and you couldn't dance because of your ankle. I twisted my
4: ankle, and um. I am a very gifted dancer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I <laughs> dance with... Uh, <laughs> people have died. Uh, because they've been too near <laughs> yeah. as I dance. Because I, d- I dance with a lot of weight and passion uh, and, and almost no skill.
3: Yeah. But I love yeah. to
4: dance. You love to dance. I'm more of a sort <laughs> yes. of chair... Guy. Whereas you're more the sort of your favorite thing to do at a wedding is to walk around and finish other people's glasses of wine.
5: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> get the, oh, yes. Get the end of all those cigs that have been left about. Yeah. And tell people that I used to be someone. <laughs> and uh, we, we ended up, end up sat together at a table. We and and I, I was working as a session musician at the time. Mm. And I'd broken my arm. So it wasn't going great. Mm. And uh, and you jo- broken your arm. So yeah, you couldn't play guitar. I couldn't guitar play at guitar. All. So I was learning other, other things for a while one-handed keys one-handed keys and i was was working on my music theory and all that bollocks and then you were you had just come out of a double act as johnny mentioned earlier and And i was doing stand-up you were doing stand-up and then you wanted to you basically wanted to be in a band and i wanted to be a comedian yeah and so we thought we'd start hanging out and sort of teaching each other skills and then we we immediately johnny mentioned he had this good gig booked we we're like, oh, well, we'll we'll do that, and it turned out it wasn't like a five minute spot. This was like an hour, yeah. <laughs> like so, and, and it, no, was it, was, at, it was forty minutes. It was forty minutes at midnight. At midnight, in it was, yeah, it's a big gig. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so we had to write we had to write, had to write, so to write forty minutes forty minutes of material in, in about a week, and um, oh. and we we immediately got a manager. Who just believed in us (laughs) with no good uh, reason? But the thing is, is this was very much for both of us
4: our side project.
5: Yeah,
4: and it just uh, it still hasn't quite been on the side yet. Yeah, it's still been the main job ever since. Like, I think Mm. it was we both thought, well, we'll do this as our side project, but you're 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 going to do your stuff and I'm going to do mine. Yeah, we just haven't really got back to doing our own stuff since because people kept booking us. This is more fun it
1: sounds like you've satisfied some uh, that itch in both of you yeah, to definitely. go for you to go one way you've kind of met in the middle cuz the, the thing that strikes me about the songs is that they are actually just really uh, musically and sonically uh, gorgeous and as well as being fun and uh, poignant and political they also they, they also work as songs if you were to and as I was listening to them to to reacquaint myself with your work one of the things that strikes me is that they are incredible. Incredibly hummable
5: mm. memorable
1: memorable songs if you were to replace them they are reminiscent of now you maybe you get this but they're reminiscent of early bare naked ladies uh oh th- yeah, right,
4: that's nice it, thanks man <laughs> yeah. it, um, it, I mean, it, that's a that's a that's a real compliment yeah they're they're, they're a yeah. fantastic
1: band there's a melody there's a melody about it that, mm. uh, that but not but a lot of a lot of musical comedy falls down the crack of just once they get you start all starts to sound the same because the because the singer, you know, it's a, you're not. They're not necessarily musicians, but you guys sound like musicians first who have come to this and applied co- co- comedy to it. The way that the Bernanke Ladies, that's what it reminds that's, me. Yeah. of. So. Well,
4: I think the the I think people a lot of. I mean, you you'll know this better than anyone else. But the the, the people make the mistake of thinking musical comedy is a good in.
3: Mm. You know, it's a good yeah.
4: starting point if you're learning comedy. And actually, it's, it's the worst. If you're thinking of starting comedy, <laughs> yeah. Don't this is the hardest thing to do because you've got to do two jobs. And it's much easier to just do jokes or just to write songs because uh, you have to do both as well as the other or the whole thing falls down. Yeah, And so I think the fact that there's two of us and we're sort of kind of very geared towards... It's always been a very easy double act without any rivalry because... Um, nobody, I, I don't know how to do a lot of what you do mm. and vice versa. Mm. And you know what your job is really, and then you kind of learn from the other and get better at the other thing. But you're still kind of head of one department each. Yeah. And then you kind of can really uh, build on that rather than disagree or feel like one of you is getting there.
5: Yeah, is that, and and I think that I'm glad that comes across as well because it's like, I think that, I, what we didn't want to do at the start was write songs that you listen to once and go, that was brilliant. And then the second time you're like, well, I've heard the joke now and now it's just quite a dull song and I know when the punch is coming. Like yeah. they have to be yep. good enough to like listen to in isolation because you also like them. Um, yes. And that was sort of the original goal. And it, and I think it's sort of worked because like, and that's going back to working with Rob as well. It's like Rob was quite a key part in realising that in that we got to actually work in studios and work with musicians and and make sort of, instead of having an idea and going, well, we'll use these three chords on a guitar, you could be like, wouldn't it be cool if we got a choir? And and like, or, or, you know, I wish we had a Hammond organ player. And we did have the sort of the friendships and the resources to make that happen on records and then have a different version of the live show, different things on the albums. And I don't know, it keeps it fresh.
3: Mm.
2: And so when when you actually sit down and start writing your tune hmm. um th- th- who who's doing that who's writing the music mainly who's writing the lyrics mainly what what do you both what do you both play
4: well it doesn't so I, I would have said on the very first record eleven years ago that I wrote seventy percent 80% of the words and you wrote 80% of the music that was definitely true the very first record but it really very quickly became something that we I, I, I'm that we sort of started to share I'm I'm quite I'm, I'm very good with melody mm. and nothing like as skillful a musician as you uh, and, and, and I play the piano but I uh, I sort of honk it out rather than uh, uh, playing it lovingly um, and I'm good at melody and I'm good at words and mm. um, but I'm not. I would know. I'm not good at arrangement like you are, and all those sorts of things. So we sort of know different things. But the job, like um, the most recent record, there are songs where I've written all the music and you've written all of the words, and yeah. there, and that's very sort of interesting. It's that really that happened quite naturally.
5: Yeah, it's that, It's really cool. And we get to, and also because cause we tour like you know fucking eight months of the year or something like that. Like it's it like quite a lot of the songs are now written, trying to make the other one laugh. So we get to do that, you know, you you write them in sound checks and you do them, and so you sort of improv your way through a first draft, and then it's... Most
4: most of our stuff is uh, an audio recording on one of our phones of one Mm. of us... Basically being a dick, yeah. To uh, yeah. you know, to, for, for ages until yeah. you have a good idea, yeah. And you playing a riff on the guitar, and me kind of sort of squelching over the top of it to annoy you,
5: yeah. And we've got a little, we've got a little WhatsApp chat that you just send each other, like, like I think like the the closer of our most recent record is just because I think. I texted Johnny and said, monkey funeral. And Johnny was like, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's, like what, what, what are they up to? Like, where, how, how, how did they pull that off? You know, like, and then, and then you listen through all these recordings and go, actually, you know, we've got that, you know, Tracy Chapman style one, we could pop this onto here and then we can add yeah. that joke that we've been trying to fit in for 10 years and then we can, and then suddenly you've built something and you go, wouldn't it be cool if there was like lasers in it? And then you call Rob and then Rob. You know, trudges around out. finding lasers. <laughs> we don't pay him, oh, wow.
1: but don't worry. <laughs> well, if, yeah, he he doesn't need to be paid. He's being paid with the joy of a monkey funeral. That's right. yes. like, <laughs> of, of the con, of bringing that to life is yeah, one of those. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's when I when I was uh, traveling in Corking the Juice pigs, which is another yep. dumb name that we got stuck with. Love it. Uh, <laughs> and it was the same thing. We needed a name and, and stayed up all night just going going. Uh, Bill's bargain basement. Um, yeah. You know, Rudy's sl- sledge. You know, and just <laughs> <laughs> Rudy's sledge is actually quite nice. Um <laughs> s- 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 ska- ska band. All songs about snow. Anyway, so so, <laughs> so so yeah. So the so the idea of of make just. Make Making each other laugh was was kind of key mm. to the to the whole how why the thing worked is that we never wanted it to be, ever take it seriously. It's quite difficult in modern comedy to not to get to not take it seriously because it's mm. such a it's a it's an industry it's a business and it's, yeah. it's it's there there's all that side of it you have to take seriously or have someone else do it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do it yeah. for you. Um, but to to still be able to make each other laugh like that is kind of key to the longevity of um, the longevity of of the of the duo or of the of the project.
5: Right, absolutely know. because like I, I also with like extended touring if you don't actually like each other, right. I think it, it comes well, across it on stage eventually or yeah, like yeah. Yeah. and I don't think I don't think either of us are good enough actors to pretend that we're getting on. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we had to get on. So yeah, we we, 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 we had to and it's, it's yeah. and then, yeah. you know, and then once you've you're like cuz once you've been doing it for a while and also you're like, oh no, now we suddenly run a business together and now like Johnny has kids and I'm very involved in their lives and now we live at different ends of the country and it's like, oh, it's not it's not just going on stage together anymore. It's like we're both sort of in. Um, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and it, it makes it quite easy. To, walking on stage is a bit of a relief because you're like, oh, well, now we don't have to do any of the other stuff. We can just dick around for an hour. Um, you're right. You're, yeah, I
4: mean, it, we, we do. It's not as big a business as Amazon.
5: No, not yet. Like, <laughs> you're, yeah. you're too tall for that. But you're too tall yeah. to manage it. Yeah, yeah. is that like our shuttle isn't quite quite making it out of? I mean, we're really
4: not business people. We we're like we've got a joint account now.
5: Yeah, and it and is that, not good. And that
4: is really like that has bit. <laughs> (laughs) what's great is you
5: can can block each other's Uh transactions on it and so whenever one of us orders a Deliveroo it asks the other one if it's all right, (laughs) and you can be like fuck this mate
1: (laughs) oh that sounds like a great game actually (laughs) (laughs)
5: Um,
2: through listening to so much of your work now uh, your stuff is quite conversational the way that you write these lyrics some of them you'll have these, uh, these lovely hooks that you keep on throwing in but a lot of your lyrics have very conversational and it makes sense that if you've got this whatsapp group and you keep on throwing in comments mm. um, those those are what really really get me is that you'll have the most random comment just be thrown in um, at th- the most like opportune moment in there um, which is which is so so nice and it's so so silly but you also um talk about some really quite serious things and you have a massive like uh, uh, amount of political um satire yeah. in there can you uh, can you tell Tell us a bit, little bit about that, please.
4: Well, we we're not. I mean, we haven't really done as much politics of late because, as you know, everything's now fine. Yeah. Uh, and such, <laughs> so, such no, a, need. Yeah. no need. Absolutely no need. You
1: guys actually healed the country. We, we uh, we've yeah. solved, <laughs> job, we've
4: solved everything, done. and so, no point. Uh, <laughs> they're doing it. They're doing it themselves. You literally
2: turn <laughs> uh, turn on the news. If you put a little drum beat underneath it, yes, it, would, it yes. would sell itself, wouldn't it? Yeah.
4: So <laughs> we wrote really political shows um more in sort of twenty fourteen fifteen sixteen um we were, we were really writing very political shows and it was because uh the 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 tories were just as bad then it's just no one seemed to be engaging with this awful route we were going down we found it impossible not to kind of talk about it yeah um we're still very political people and uh we still like our show but our shows have kind of focused more on um things like uh mental health and uh grief we wrote about because of the lockdown um have been the sort of themes of our last shows because i think uh there's just such a sort of toxicity about politics now that it's very hard to engage with on any way and and be okay Mm. you know i feel like it was just it, it became quite a sort of miserable experience
5: yeah, I think it's still like sort of is the word suffuses yeah. everything that we everything that we do because like this this last show, as Johnny said, is is all about the death of a friend, mm. and then we were like, oh, no politics in this one, and then we sort of listened to it back and we were like, oh, we're st-, It turns out quite we're still lot. very angry about the royal family. Yeah, there's quite um, a lot, of <laughs> lot <of stuff> <laughs> a, Every every exactly as you say, there's like thrown in comments and stuff like that. As anything off the dome is still going to be quite political, even when we've angled it a particular way. We but... had
4: about six songs about the Queen in the last tour.
5: Yeah. And
4: the tour finished uh, on about the 4th of September. Yeah. She died, I think, like, nine days later, or yeah. maybe eight days later. And I really, like, I'm not... I'm she held not, on for us. I really think she did. Yeah. I'm not a fan <laughs> of the royal family. I'm not, you know, I'm very much a Republican, yeah. not in the American sense, but in the British sense. Yeah. Uh, but I... Um, I do think she really did us a solid there. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. That was really appreciated um, because the second she went, that material was gone. That was not, that was, there was no, there was no chance we could ever do any of that again. Wow. well, we could do some of it. We
3: could do some we'll of it. We'll keep all the pedo stuff.
4: We kept all the stuff about, about her,
3: you know. <laughs> keep all the stuff about her pedo son. Yeah, like, you know, and, pedo kids. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's like not that.
1: about her directly, no, that's
3: though. No. That's, that's, like yeah.
4: And we were still doing all the Prince Philip stuff yeah. even after he died. But he did kill Diana. Yeah, so you've got... You've got a You've got a, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> what this
1: show's about. Let's talk about your influences um because i think that's always an interesting thing f- to find out where and i don't mean i don't just mean musical influence i just mean things uh, what do you what are you listening to now are there other uh, musical comedy acts that you uh, want to give a plug to or what what's you know is there something that your parents used to play to you that's affected you now uh, are you are trained are you guys trained are you trained patty did you go to the conservatoire like so tell us a little bit about uh, things that influence you and, and make the music
5: um well I mean yeah i are nearly trained. I'm nearly trained. yes. <laughs> like my f- <laughs> like my fa- my family are all musicians um and uh oh, we got yeah was, I think there's 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 something like five musicians and and two comedians yeah. and uh uh, yeah, my stepsister's a stand-up as well. But she's and, also a drummer. Well, but she's also a drummer. She used to be a drummer. Yeah, yeah, she used to be. A drummer. And, um, yeah, and and so my dad taught us all instruments growing up. Your dad's been in a lot of bands. Dad's been in a lot of bands, like a a, a bad number of bands. Is he, is like, he's, a, he's
4: a double bass player, but he also plays. He's he, a plays jazz
5: piano and he, he plays piano and sings. Wow. And, and, like, he's, okay. He's like he's he's awesome, and he taught us all different instruments as kids. And like my brother's right. a bass player. Your, and my
4: your brother was the bass player in in Foles. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. For about ten years okay. before he retired to live in France. Yeah, raise his kids. Um, you can. If, that's interesting, isn't it? Is it, in if you if you're in if you're that successful, you can retire. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what a lovely yeah, life. Yeah. What? Wait, he's, uh, a <laughs> he's a handyman now. He's a handyman. And your sister, your older sister, is uh, sings with um, everyone. Sings with everyone. She's on tour at the moment. And and she's done backup vocals for everyone and and toured with the Fleetwood Mac. Yeah.
5: Uh, um, right, okay. She uh, she uh, did. Um, what are they called? Uh, rumors. Rumors. Yeah. yeah, yeah rumors. No. She did a duet with Jason Donovan. She did. Yeah, that was yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, that's but like all of that. Like, so the dad basically got us all into. He was into like Taj Mahal and like Eric Bibb and Bonnie Raitt and stuff like that. So like that got yeah. me into guitar. Mm, and yeah. um, But he tricked me with guitars. He said he wouldn't let me play guitar till I was 10 because he said that guitarists, you can't learn guitar. Unless you have a grounding understanding of saxophone, bass, drums, and piano, and so he taught me those, (laughs) and then got me a guitar when I was ten. and Was like, right now you understand, and it's uh, there's nothing you would Never learn any of of the others. He knew I'd never bother with any of the others if he he, he didn't lie to me. So that's
3: quite
5: good. And then, yeah, and then I was, I I was listening to, I was getting into comedy music when I was a teenager, and I used to like, I tried, I did like sketch comedy and stuff when I was a a teenager, and then, um, yeah, and then we started like just before we were working together. I was listening to people like. Um, Gary Lestrange.
4: Oh yeah,
5: unlike um, oh, yeah. like, Wayne, like, th- yeah, Wayne Shepherd. Yeah, Wayne Shepherd. Like 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 things like that. And was just like, oh, this can like it turns out this can be really good. It's yeah. not. It, mm. it like you said earlier. It's like it, 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 this can exist without being a gimmick. You just have to look a little bit further than. What's on telly a lot of the time.
4: And the thing about Gary Lestrange is that those songs, the sort of, par- the, you know, the, the, I was thinking of like, is my toaster sentient? Yeah. When I yes. first heard that, I was like, this is a real song. This yeah. isn't a parody.
5: Yes. This is so good. Great singer. And, and,
4: and a, yeah. And then it's funny as well. Yeah. It's just like, a, I would happily listen to that record in the background while I was working, regardless yeah. of the fact that if you also listen quite concentrated, yeah. you'd hear
5: the jokes. And that's the thing. And then you, you got me into a lot, a lot more comedy music and showed me that it was kind of properly, put. this is you Johnny and, and uh, showed me that it was sort of possible to do. And there were other people doing it as like musicians who were, who were having a good, just enjoying their life. And instead of being like stand-ups holding guitars, playing two chords and being mm. like, I'll just do my set over some chords. Like there, there, there were people who were, you know, doing fucking amazing stuff. And then I started listening to more music that was just lyrically interesting Like, musicians who have humour in, like, what they do... Like, my favourite band's The Mountain Goats. And John Mm Darnielle, like, everything he writes, I think, has a bit of wit to it, but also tells a story. And exactly as you said earlier as well about conversational lyrics, like, it doesn't have to be everything rhymes and everything, you know, everything makes sense melodically. and, And, like, Johnny used to, when we were writing songs, if a joke was funnier, he'd be like, oh, just add an extra two and a half beats there. And my musician's brain would be like, <laughs> absolutely not. Like, that's that's wild. Why would we do that? And then joke, oh, yes. no, it's funny. So we started writing yeah. songs that were more complicated and served the joke, but it made them more, I don't know, more interesting. Yeah. What were you listening to when we started When we started Performing Together? Um, well, well, Colin used to have a band. Colin Holt. Do you remember Colin Mighty Holt, Beast yeah, or Colin whatever Holt it was Yeah, Colin had called. a band called the Mighty Beast. Or great um, Beasts. Sort of
4: great Beasts or something. They were great. Um... I remember listening to so Jay Foreman, who's yeah. a, a great musical yes. comedian. Yeah. Uh, there's a song of his called "Skin Sofa," oh, yeah, <laughs> which is um, in five four. Yeah, I remember thinking, "Oh, that's amazing! You can like this is really funny, and it's in and it's, it's five mm. beats of the bar. That's mm. that's like, you know, this is this is." I didn't think, I've never seen anyone do that, sort of be kind of musically that interesting. Um, skin Sofa is a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. The chorus is Skin Sofa, Skin Sofa. Uh, 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 uh.
3: It's got a nipple. It's got a nipple. <laughs> 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 um,
4: but it's just, uh, so that was really like, like oh, you can be musically mm. interesting. And, and that was quite eye opening. And Jay had been around for a couple of years when we started and then became a really good friend. Mm. And that's, he. I just, I really rate Jay. I write everything mm. and sometimes Josie and I will just put it on and also it, it's it's funny how there's something, if you put something on and your three year old also loves it straight away, mm. I feel mm-hmm. that's such an extraordinary quality and I'm not yeah. talking about his kid stuff, all his stuff my, my yeah. kids are just like yeah this is good stuff mm. so that's yeah. really great.
1: Yeah, I put together a playlist for some kids recently and had loads of Jonathan Richmond on it because yeah. Has got that in the same way, as Jonathan Richmond is a serious songwriter and one of the original punk rockers, but there's just something really funny and yeah. clever and and um, but it's 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 him, it's his sense of humor. Mm. He's not trying to make jokes, but it's just and you can listen to it over and over and over again. The songs are just yeah, uh, yeah. standalone songs.
4: But then there's uh, other lyricists like, so Jarvis Cocker, um, I find mm. right has written three or four songs that are as funny as musical comedy songs, definitely. Right, absolutely. You know, right. That, that are just like, oh, I wish oh, we could just drop that into our set if, yes. if it wasn't his. Um yeah. yeah. And it would yeah. have the same amount of laughs. And Tori Amos, the American yeah. singer, I mean, her yeah. lyrics are so sort of sardonic and dark... Um, and set against the sort of sort of classical um, style of piano mm. playing, that it, it, I always thought that was that's that's been a huge influence.
5: A fun same with yeah. Grace, Grace Petrie as well. Do you know Grace Petrie? I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Like Grace, especially in, in the last couple of years, Grace was writing you know really serious, amazing, beautiful storytelling songs. And then uh, she said the other day that she noticed that she was her sets were becoming more the chat in between songs because she was enjoying yes. making people laugh more than she was yeah. enjoying doing mm. her songs. So she yeah. started putting more humour into her songs, and now, I mean, it, her set is equally heartbreaking and musical comedy yeah. in a way. Just yes, yeah. right, that's, really nice. that's her personality show.
1: That we were watching. Um, I was showing someone the Milk Carton Kids. Uh, that's mm. live at the Lincoln Theatre. And the one striking thing about that is not only the exceptionally uh, great musicians and really tight. That in between songs they make each other laugh a lot. Yeah. yeah. And then and and then they'll go. Then they'll go right into a very kind of it's quiet, bleak song. And and it's uh, but it's only because you can bring people up and down like that mm. that that that. That makes it that's an exciting thing to watch. Yeah. I think it would be it'd be really it'd be really actually shit if they just went from one song to song to song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah,
3: yeah. Cause cause, it'd be really hard. Because
1: <laughs> it'd be really if you're watching a live, yeah, you just want to be okay, you know that they're 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 actually real people that and they were talking about writing in the van, making each other laugh in the van, and you know, the van the van life is a big part of it. Mm. But you did a tour you did a tour with um uh lefty scum yeah, with tour, Grace. was it? Yeah, with Grace with and Grace. Jinjosi, yeah, Um, Yeah.
4: that was great. That was really fun. And also, like, I think, um, I think a lot of, a lot of people, yeah, a lot of artists in every genre sort of wish they were in a band always because of the sort of camaraderie and the and the the, the feeling you have. And getting to tour as a group of four is quite rare. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. You know, because it's you know you have to split it four ways, so you, you kind of it's harder to to live on. So getting to do the we did. There we do three lefty scum tours in the yeah. end? Um, each one also about sort of twenty dates, and it was that was so much fun.
5: That was that was just great because also it and it showed it, it shows the connection between three things because on paper you've got Grace who's a musician, Josie who's a stand up, and then us Our who fall somewhere in between. And you realize yep. that actually we largely have the same audience because mm. I think it's more mm. about how we how we get our ideas across? We're all largely making mm. similar points, and we're doing our thing with a similar amount of love. Um, mm. We just sort of choose slightly different mediums for it. So it was a, a great three. And anyone anyone on the bill could headline. Anyone could open. Anyone could be middle spot. There wasn't right. a there wasn't a sort of hierarchy of well, everyone's here to see this this act. Like yes, you know, oh, it's lovely. It was a, yeah. it was
4: a long show though because we all did two. Twenty-minute sets, so it yeah. was two hours. It was an hour it was wow. a bit of an interval, and uh, that was the start of the tour. There was a point, it's a very, it's sort of three quarters <laughs> of the way through when it was running at two hours per half. we're really going to have to do something about yeah, yeah. this. You know, people are dying. Yeah. Uh, of <laughs> hunger. <laughs> <laughs> no.
2: do you are you are you um, are you, are you prone to distraction on stage? In that case, is it oh, is it the things? things uh, sometimes overrun slightly?
4: I mean, the thing is, is that I, I mean, I love live work more than anything else mm. ever. And I would I, I think a lot of people tour, a lot of comics tour in the hope of getting a TV series. Um, I, I think we've only ever done broadcast work in the hope of building up uh, our live audience because we just love performing live. But yeah, I mm. mean, there was, was I remember a, a moth. Flying across
5: the stage. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, it was great. That was that uh, was about and that six was, weeks ago. That
4: was about six weeks ago, and it was about twenty minutes of the show. It was great. Just, it uh, landed
5: on my hand. Yeah, and that that I was, was doing a song, and then no one cared about the song. Yeah and then the show became about making sure the moth was okay and i wanted to sort of shepherd it
4: and see if i could kind of like see
5: if we could you know
4: like, it was just it was it just had very good timing
5: yeah exactly
4: <laughs> you uh um, before had you
2: were mentioned Phil about how um how in in a live show you can bring the audience up and you can bring the audience back down and mm. um i was uh, listening to uh, love you and hate bastards which is one of your live albums and it is it's stunning firstly Um, I'm gonna try I'm gonna try not to cry Uh, Ah, Maureen (laughs) (laughs) Mm.
5: thanks man (laughs) it is
2: it is so so beautiful I cannot I cannot listen to it and not cry Um, I think it's um, I think I think it's a work of art but I also love how you've used the same the same chord sequence and the same melody in a song earlier on in the set mm. to describe isn't that the the birth
4: yeah yeah so one's about, about, about birth and
2: one's about death one's about birth about death. one's one
4: halfway through the show one at the end yeah
2: it's it is it's so 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 beautiful um and i i yeah i just wanted to say thank you because <laughs> it was so such a beautiful and cathartic thing to hear um and yeah, could you would you explain just a little about that song?
5: Yeah, sure. I mean, I mean that. So yeah, as, as say, so we we wrote we we were writing this show about sort of yeah birth and death, as you say. Mm. And we well,
4: I didn't know you were gonna do it. So I, it was I, a weird one. Yeah. So the first, so I wrote the words to so the first the first song is called Making Up the Numbers. Make up the numbers, and it was about me. It was, it was about the birth of my daughter, and it was talking about the 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 actual birth the the day. So I'm in the um the the true story is that, that Josie was in a birthing pool and I was helping yeah. uh <laughs> in insofar as I was there.
3: Yeah.
4: Um and <laughs> I uh, know that it, feeling. you yeah. know, but it's really not it's it's very much not where um I wasn't key to the whole thing. Yeah. Um well. but I was I was You know, trying to help as best I can I got in the birthing pool with Josie And they told me to get out That's very much not (laughs) what it's for They were like, what are you doing? This isn't a pool I'm Um, doing lents. Yeah, yeah (laughs) (laughs) They're doing butterflies So that wasn't So I wrote the song about um, I wrote the first the words, sorry, to the first half, which was um, you know just the, telling the story of that day and and realizing what it is to real, the, the responsibility that I suddenly had, and I wrote all of those words in one sitting, uh, just sort of in um, sat in a chair in the in my bedroom, um, which was on the basement, and you could there was a window that looks out onto the street, and I just sat looking at the street and wrote all those words in one thing, and then I gave them to you, and you wrote. Uh, the guitar riff that sort of holds the song together. And then I started singing it over and we gradually built a melody together. And that was, I thought, that was it.
3: Mm.
4: And then you came back to me with a draft of Maureen, which is the song about your mum. Mm. But you hadn't told me that that's what you were going to do, and you are going to sort of create a sort of dip titch. Yeah, that was never. And then I had no idea that that was your plan. No, I mean, but I don't it, think it, was, it, it wasn't. It sort was of I, I took pros. it away,
5: and I really like. I, I really liked that. The, the I really liked making up the numbers, and was like, "Oh, there's a real opportunity here to make because it because that's something you know, being about birth is sort of very joyous, but like, and it's
4: bittersweet. It's bittersweet it's, because yeah, yeah.
5: it's sort of but it is someone very realizing that everything's changed. Yeah. And I was like, "This actually follows the exact same narrative as as when someone dies mm. and yeah as it's, uh, it's about the death of my mum when I was a kid and uh I just I went through each line of the song and tried to keep the exact same number of syllables and make sure the line was the same but a I don't know a sort of mirror reflection of the other one so I think like the, the the first line of making up the numbers is um the midwife's name was Sophie. Sophie yeah and so and then so the first line of Maureen is the vicar's name was Ronald um, mm. and it tells the story of the funeral and what like and the birthing pool and then what happened afterwards and then what life is like after that. And on that recording on Love You Hate Bastards, but I'd showed it to Johnny and Johnny mm. loved it and he helped me edit it a little bit. And then um uh we did we had a series of about eight gigs before the album recording and every night I bailed you on like, performing it. I was like, I can't I, I can't do it. this. And then this was our one opportunity it was at the Phoenix where we do Distraction Club <laughs> with Phil and um and it was it was the it was and John, I remember you turning to me and being like, You don't have to do this, there are like two hundred people here and I had the words on a on a thing and I was shaking and all this. And I was like, Oh, this is the one opportunity to record it, otherwise I'll never ever otherwise look at it again. wouldn't happen. And uh, so I did it and I think about two thirds through the song I burst into tears and then we kept it. Well all so in, does everybody who's like, listening. <laughs> we kept we kept it all in the recording because I we, we got through it and you gave me a big hug, and then I, I uh, we were editing the album with Rob. And yeah, and Rob said, "Gotta keep this." And Rob said, like, you've got to keep all of this stuff." Do you want to? Do you want to mix it with me? And Johnny and I were like, "No, no, no we can't." Just and Rob kept calling me in tears just... and being like, can, "I'm just going to send you a drug. Can you check the levels on the vocal?" And <laughs> and and, and, <laughs> and like and yeah, we had we went back and forth with it about 15 times, and it's just me singing with a guitar. But Rob, Rob was um, he was unwilling for it to not be perfectly mixed. Because he was like this, yeah there can never be another recording of this. And I remember being mm. really grateful to him that he he did all of that heavy lifting because neither Johnny or I could no. get and through it.
4: I've forgotten something important, which is that you said earlier. Do, do you do you play with other people? We said we play with Rob, but that tour we did with Kirsty Newton.
3: Oh yeah, um, so Kirstie
4: wonderful Kirsty. She's wonderful, been a guest on Kirstie. this podcast as well. Yeah. And she, oh, brilliant. So she um she's incredibly funny brilliant gifted musician kind hearted wonderful human being and she played bass um and keys and she she's playing keys just before that song and during that song Kirsty and I would normally just go off stage mm. and go and sit um on the side and Paddy would do it solo and the reason for that is that we just found it we just we just we we just hug <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> while off stage because it's really hard um and then we'd come back on, and uh,
5: and then we stopped doing that. And then we started doing it where you'd stay on stage when I performed on, so it it felt like it was supportive. Yeah, because yeah, so we realised it was a bit
4: hard. Yeah, but it's a funny thing, isn't it? It kind of it's the best. It's the best bit of that show. Uh, but I'm really glad we don't do it anymore.
5: Yes, touring. Fuck yeah! Yeah,
4: yeah.
2: I mean, I it, it's it's perfect oh thank you that's all i'm gonna say it was it was perfect i um i also after listening so uh, we we thought that we were going to get you on to the last series but we didn't manage so i was listening to your full back catalogue then and this was during the time i just um uh my my partner was pregnant and (laughs) i was out the back of the house and i was six foot in a hole, oh, no. and I think I think I've genuinely got to be the only person to have listened to digging a hole no. right whilst I was actually six foot down in a hole. What so, were you doing? What were you digging? You was digging a hole. I was digging a hole. <laughs> I mean, you know, sometimes we, you have one of those days where you just got to dig a hole.
5: No, a big six <laughs> was, foot hole.
2: I got to dig a six foot hole for drainage from oh, okay. patio. Oh, yeah. Was, obviously, was
4: like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, amazing. What were you burying? Sh- don't
3: tell them
5: <laughs> oh that's mega that's the because well that, that digging a hole is just one of those songs that we were like that'd be funny wouldn't it if it was just like i've been digging a hole <laughs> like, and then that became a huge because that and that's the end of the most recent record and we sent we sent the melody to about 50 of our mates on whatsapp and said can you just sing along to this And so the final chorus is 50 WhatsApp voice recordings all put together of our friends singing along to it. Yeah. Um, Amazing. It's really nice. And um,
4: well, it's all the people who we. It was like, it was all. It was basically, it was all the people who got us through the lockdown.
5: Yeah, they were called the Support Network Choir. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, We asked them all (laughs) to
4: sing. And like. There's a go- oh bless him Laurie who lived upstairs from you in your flat in Bethnal Green, who is oh, just like the sweetest kindest man ever, and his he was like I can't sing. It's like it doesn't matter. Yeah, and then we listen to it. It sort of does because he really can't sing. Yeah, but um, we kept it in because it's really important that like that's what. That's what a community mm. sounds like.
5: Also, I'm pretty sure he was quite stoned when he, he recorded was. it. So he's about 15 BPM <laughs> <he really> shot, <laughs> <it? You
4: know? laughs> By the end. Play, <laughs> <sing> time. <laughs> you
5: can hear the bong in the background. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I know another
4: friend of ours was like, oh, I had like three glasses of wine before I did that because I've never sung... I've never let anyone hear me sing before.
5: Yeah. Nice. And then Kirsty Newton right. sent me a six-part harmony, oh, and I was like, j- "Kirsty, fuck off. I know. Like, she, she, <laughs> like,
3: she did it all on the fly.
4: Yeah, all She's on the
5: like, fly. Actually, I've just thought of a new part. Just I'll just say, hang yeah. on, just, where <laughs> is Like, yeah, it's like, ah. Oh. <laughs> <right. laughs> oh,
1: well, you. guys, um, it's been so nice talking to you today. Um, you two as well. Have been... Le- For our regular listeners, you know that at this point in the proceedings, we ask our guests to uh, perform a little number or or sing a little something or do something that live that that sort of uh, it's a little bonus feature on our podcast. Do Do you guys have something in mind that you can you can give us? Um
5: Yes. Yeah, okay, you now. You've said yes without.
4: Well, I said yes because I'm I'm very sort of kind, placatory person. I don't like to. <laughs> and and uh, you go and get the guitar.
5: You think of what's to, what to Where's do? the guitar? Okay. Yes. Yeah. There okay. must be somewhere. Okay, I'll what? be back in one minute. You, you That's the yes, bass. Okay. There is no. There's no rush.
4: Okay. <laughs> my 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 bass is here. We
1: normally do. We normally are a bit more. Um, we nor- I normally send out an email with the details on it, and I think I I was a bit lax this time, wasn't? No, that, I goodness.
4: think, but also it's I'm really glad you didn't because we normally don't read emails. So yeah, this, oh, way, right. this way, this <laughs> right. like, Normally we, we like normally people are like, did you read the email? And we're like, yeah, yeah, what? <laughs> sure, yeah, exactly. Who? Yeah. Well, well,
5: um, oh. did you tune it? Uh, just uh, yes, very quickly as I okay. was well coming up the stairs. What song do I so? do? I thought that was very much your job whilst I was away. <laughs> I, was
4: busy, I was busy chatting. Uh, yeah. I was keeping the fort down. Uh, so, what, what was that? You wanted to just do a song, did you say? Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, at this point, is it, is it, at this point in the proceedings, we normally ask our guests to uh, do a little performance, sing a song um, to to send you off uh, out of the interview. Did you guys have anything
4: anything in mind? Uh, yeah. Well, the, 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 uh, so this was the opening song to our last. Show, um, and it is the song that we wrote that I feel most sums up the lockdown and the last three, two, three years, yeah, right. Um, and it's called Never to. Well, we've got the, there's a, we've, the song I think that really most sums up the uh, the lockdown is our we rewrote uh, the the big hit by Chumba Wumba. Uh, do, do you remember the, the big song? <laughs> yes, Chumba- yeah, yeah. I get, I get, we get yeah, knocked yeah, yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. I get knocked down. 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 That's enough for me. Um, Just a (laughs) new, just a much more on-brand bit uh, for how we're all thinking. But this song is called Never Too Late. This is a proper song. Right. Um, And uh, you don't have a capo, so we're going to... So we're going to do it in a different key. We're going to do it in a different key that is probably a bit... It's a bit lower, so it's a bit better for an acoustic. Yeah. Early, it's only eleven in the morning. I love
5: how much you're justifying this before we do it. Bear bear in mind, we were were quite unwell at the time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Right, let's give it a go. So um, uh, you're going to have to sing the uh, the synth line. I'll sing it with you. It's like uh, okay, so here's the kit. Wee woo
3: wee woo wee woo wee woo (laughs) wee (laughs) woo. Happiness is out there, but out there is very big. You've never been good at finding things. You once got lost in a boot. You were looking for Rennies, then you got overwhelmed and hot. If happiness is even real, Then. then. Finding it is not for you But it's never too late to give up Everyone will only let you down What doesn't kill you will hurt you Do you really want to take the risk? What goes up must come down So maybe stop going up altogether What goes around comes around So why not just stay in your chair forever? Chair is safe chair won't hurt you, when God closes a door, he opens up a window, and the rain and hail fill the room, and the door God shut is firmly locked, so just take a deep breath, because the water's now up to your neck. Tomorrow is another day But the circumstances remain the same Or worse, it's never too late To give up your dreams Are worthless if you shoot for the stars They'll shoot back You will die if you get shot by a star Rome wasn't built in a day It took well over a thousand years And countless resources And an endless workforce You can't even wash up a cup without getting some down Good things come to those who wait Except you, you're the exception that proves the rule God has a plan for you But unfortunately that plan is for your life to be awful (laughs) Slow and steady wins the race Unless it's a race Once there were plenty more fish in the sea But now all the fish are dead and the sea is poison That's your fault too It's never too late to give up Lie down right now on the pavement And maybe if you shut your eyes hard The whole world will keep turning and You can cry, you can laugh but none of it really matters It's never too late to give it, give it all up and just stop Give it all up and just stop Give it all up and just stop It's never too late to give up Just like last time and the time before that, nothing is worth this much pain. There is no such thing as not turning back Ba-da-ba, ba-da-ba burn your passport and buy a rifle Ba-da-ba. Ba-da-ba. just try to make it home before night try to make it home before
1: not try to make it home before nightfall night yeah
3: oh, that's Johnny in the Baptist
1: that is Paddy Jervers and Johnny Donohoe thanks guys thank, thank you, you so, so much. Much. Thanks. Thanks for, much thanks for joining us bye guys bye,
2: bye goodbye adios farewell you'll be glad to hear that we think that your interview went well but we have other things to get on with now so you're gonna have to go i'm sure our paths will cross again but whoever really knows it's been fun it's been musical it's been comical at times but now we have to leave you so goodbye goodbye well, i have to admit i went a little bit um fan crazy um with johnny and the baptist i did genuinely listen to their full back catalogue whilst I was digging a hole <laughs> um, in the back garden. You were um, in a hole. I was in a hole. But they, they're such wonderful guests, and we're so yeah. so grateful that we got them on.
1: And that brings us to the end of our first episode of series three. How exciting! <laughs> oh, so exciting. And it was a bit of a religious episode. If you are a Christian or you took any offence to anything that we've said uh, in this episode, um forgive us. <laughs> If you'd like to see more or hear more from Johnny the Baptist, why not visit them at their website, johnnythebaptist.co.uk, for live information, buy some merch, maybe go to Bandcamp and buy their album. You
2: can also find them on Twitter, at johnny underscore baptist.
1: if you'd like to help our podcast out, why not visit us at Patreon, patreon patreon.com forward slash songs in the key of laugh.
2: Or, of course, you can go and find us at coffee.com forward slash songs in the key of laugh.
1: Yeah,